Well, there you go. You heard it. I'm just the gas man, so <laughs> you, 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 you know what you're going to get tonight. Uh, uh, <laughs> thank you, guys. I, I was excited when, when Brian told me that, or asked me to, to be part of the teaching team to be able to come up here and, and uh, talk tonight about, uh, tonight we're going to be talking about uh, Give Us This Day Our Daily Bread. Uh, yeah, I think I'm on. Am I on? Oh, yeah, hello. There we go. So he told me we're going to be talking about Give Us This Day Our Daily Bread. And when he told me, I was like, heck yeah, like I, I know a lot about that. Like I, I, I know bread, like I'm good with that. So like I thought I had this thing figured out. I'm, I'm going to tell you, I, you know, I went to the computer. I started typing really quick, threw a bunch of things out. And uh, yeah, it, 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 I thought I had it all figured out. I did some more studying, doing some reading and, and getting into it. And then one night I just got really tangled up. Uh, and Tabitha probably thought I was a madman. I was just throwing stuff out, and I'm like, wait a minute, I don't even think that he meant this. And so I'm like, and then we were up to like 1 o'clock in the morning, shot Brian an email at 1 o'clock in the morning, which he didn't reply. I don't know, I don't know what was up with that. But uh, anyway, um, I just decided to throw the whole thing out tonight, and we're going to talk about sex. So is that cool? No, no I'm, I'm just kidding. I, this has been amazing. I've had an, I've had an excellent time doing this, uh, putting this together. And, uh, and studying, it, it's really challenged me on some things. It's, uh, it's caused me to wrestle with some things. Uh, it's formed me in some ways, I think, and, and I hope to, that it continues as we go forward. But uh, if this is your first time tonight, I, I will tell you, uh, Brian did say that, you know, we've been working our way through the Lord's Prayer, and uh, we've been through our Father, what that means, just exactly what it means to say our Father. Uh, Hallowed be your name. Uh, holy is your name, Lord. And then your kingdom come, bringing the kingdom here. What you know, the kingdom's already here, but not yet. And, and what does that look like? How do we how do we help in that? How do we work in that? So, if you missed any of those teachings, if tonight's your first night, I would strongly encourage you go to to midcityvineyard.org/media. All of those podcasts are up there, and uh, maybe it'll help you connect the dots with something I say tonight, or or um, maybe you can hear a real teaching one of the one way or the other. But it, it's out there. Uh, just enjoy it, and uh, and anyway, tonight, uh, again, we're going to be moving in to give us this day our daily bread, and uh, if you would, I'd, li- I'd just like to open in prayer for a second, uh, and, and just ask the Holy Spirit to, to come and, and be in this place. Holy Spirit, I, I just ask that tonight you come and, and you give me the words to say, Lord, that, uh, that uh, just there's something that I haven't prepared for, but you put it there, Lord, I just ask that you, that I say it, and, and Lord, if there's somebody here tonight that needs to hear something that I have to say, God, I, I hear that, they, I hope that they have ears to hear it, Lord. Spirit, I just ask that, that you put it on their hearts, Lord, to just, to listen and to, to move, whatever that is, God. Amen. So give us this day our daily bread. We've been working to it. I mean, this is the part we've been waiting for, isn't it? I mean, we love to throw our shopping list out to Jesus and, and to God. It's like, you know, uh, we've been working our way through, and, and it, we want to give him our, our needs, our hopes, our desires. We want to throw those things out to God. And, and I'm going to tell you, there's no shame in that because the Scripture is literally, it's littered with, with places where, where Jesus and God are telling us, you know, ask, seek, knock. He's telling us, you know, ask for whatever it is. It's in, it's in several different places in the Bible. And so, you know, Jesus in the Lord's Prayer, as we started out earlier, he says, our Father, our Father. 
And what are the implications with that? I mean, think about it. If any of you have ever been children before, which I would imagine you have, or, or even if you're parents tonight, you know, your child, what do they do? They ask. They come running. They say, Father, you know, Dad, I'm hungry. Dad, I'm thirsty. Dad, I, I need a new school bag. I need a new pair of shoes. Dad, I, I want to go to a friend's house. Dad, I just, I got picked on today, and I don't feel right. You know, I, I, I just need a hug. I need some love. I, I need whatever that is. And as a parent, doesn't that bring just, just joy to your heart to be able to provide that for that child, to pick them up, to grab them, to wrap your arms around them, for them to fall into you and to tell, the, tell you exactly what it is they want? I mean, as a parent, you don't want your kids running to somebody else for that. You want them coming to you. You want them to be able to talk to you. And I really, I, honestly, that's, that's what God feels as well. I mean, that's, like I said, everywhere in the Bible, uh, every example I've seen, he's saying, come to me. Uh, Jesus teaches us to pray, our Father. Um, and so God truly does desire to provide for each and every one of us. Uh, in the book of Matthew, Matthew's first, uh, uh, chapter 7, verses 7 through 11, it says, Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives. The one who seeks finds. And to the one who knocks, the door will be opened. Which of you, if your son asks for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will give him a snake? If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give good gifts to those who ask him? So, right there, Jesus is telling us, he's saying, ask. You know, your Father, he's saying, you, you people are screwed up. Like, you're a ragtag group of individuals, and even you figured it out. Like, you want to give your kids stuff. And he's saying, ask, and God will give it to you. Like, God wants you to ask him. So, uh, you know, He's even asking us to do uh, or to ask for things just as simple as our daily bread, our, our daily, the daily thing that sustains us. That's what he's asking us to ask for. And the thing is, we have to humble ourselves, though, when we're asking for this bread. We've got to remember that, you know, we're throwing our needs out to Jesus, throwing them out, just asking, you know, God, please, I need this or I want this. But we have to remember that God's busy also redeeming the entire world. He does care deeply for us. And that's where the beginning of this prayer comes through. It, you know, there's a point, uh, I'm one who's, who's famous for it, who will rush through the first part of this prayer. And, you know, I'm just trying to get there. But I need to spend time in that first opening part of the prayer so that I can figure out what it is that Jesus is doing. What, what is God doing? How is he trying to redeem this world? When we ask the question, our, when, we, when we yell at our Father, our Father, and then when we say, hallowed be thy name, you know, is this my thing? You know, am I going to attach your name to something that you don't want to be a part of? And so that's why we hollow his name. We ask him, you know, and then, and then we say, your kingdom come. How am I going to move the kingdom forward with what I'm asking for? You know, the, the bread that I need to receive, how's this, what is this doing for you and your, and your plan? So even Brian said it uh, several times this week, you know, only the most mature Christian can pray this prayer. And truly mean every word of it. And, and honestly, I, I'll tell you, I'm one of the most immature there is. Because I get to the prayer, and, and I love the beginning because it's a great segue into asking for my junk. I mean, like, it's a, you know, I'm up there, and I'm like, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is heaven. And now my bread. Like, here's what I need, God. Like, I, I need to fill up this shopping cart. So I start asking. I start throwing it out there. And this week, like I said, even the teaching this week, um, as I'm, as I'm, preparing it and as I'm going back and I'm listening to the messages from the previous weeks when Brian was putting them together and, and delivering them from the last three weeks 
I mean, it just, it really hit me that, you know, it, that's the place we need to start slowing down. I, I, you know, it's spending time in there, figuring out what our bread looks like, what are our needs, because most of the times we don't even know what we really need. Uh, you know, we're pretty in tune with our wants and our desires, but chances are we really don't know what it is that we need. And so that's why Jesus gave us the Lord's Prayer. He didn't give it to us as this legalistic framework of, of you know, if you pray it this way and if you hit all these things and if it's right in rhythm and then you get it, you know, and it's less than 30 seconds, you're going to heaven. You're going to be a Christian, you know, or, or you're going to get everything you ever wanted. No, what he gave us was something to form us. He gave us something to, it was just a formative process, something for us to, to, to grow and to, to really figure out and tap into what it is that he has for our lives and, and how it is that we fit into his, his deal. How, how do we help move the kingdom here? Um, he also gave us a place to wrestle, and I can tell you, I got exhausted wrestling this week, because there was, I mean, it was just, I, I thought I had it figured out, um, and, and, you know, in the prayer, he gives us a place to wrestle with our ideas. We take those needs, we throw them out there. Are they needs? Are they just wants and desires? Or Now, I would suggest if we spent that time that I'm talking about in the beginning of the prayer, and we really slowed down, I think we'd figure out that sometimes, you know, our perspective is a little off on our daily bread, you know, what it is, you know. And if we do rush through it, we run the risk of, of operating out of greed, you know, trying to grab too much bread, um, you know, trying to get our Costco membership and get all this bread so we can go on vacation. We don't have to ask tomorrow or we don't have to ask the next day. You know, slowing down, I think it'll give us that true perspective of, what do I need for today? What do I need to get me through this day today? Now, there's absolutely no harm <laughs> and when you're just bubbling over and, you, and you, you know, you just can't take it and you need to talk to God. There's absolutely no harm in going to him. And, you know, some days there is just no time for hollowing the name of God. <laughs> and when I say that, I mean, just picture with me, if you will. This doesn't happen often, by the way. I just, I'm gonna go. But picture with me, if you will. You come home from work. It's been a heck of a day. I mean, like everything's been wrong. It's just terrible. You step out of your truck, and as soon as you do, you put your foot down in something that the cat left for you. So immediately, that just sets the tone. You walk up to the house. First kid runs out. Daddy, daddy. Thinking he's coming to tell me he loves me. My bike's still broken. All right. So then I walk past him, second kid comes out. Daddy, brother's been hitting me all day. Walk in, wife. These kids are just driving me crazy. Right then and there is not the time for our father, hallowed be thy name. That very moment is, dear God, let me be married in five minutes. Just let, <laughs> let me still be married, God. Give me the words to say or just shut me up one way or the other, but just let me kiss the mouth of the woman who is right there. That's all I need to do. So trust me, there's nothing wrong because God wants you to do that. It's the same thing. Again, as a parent, you want your kid in those moments when they need you, they need you and they're there. But the purpose of this prayer, the purpose of this prayer is that formative process that in our calmer moments when, you know, we're just trying to connect to God, trying to figure out where we line up in his kingdom, where we line up in moving that kingdom forward. 
that's where we, we slow down and we, we ask, we, we connect with the Father and we let him know, I'm just your child. I'm, I'm your child, Lord, and I, I need guidance. Uh, I, I, I don't know. So um, this clause in the prayer, give us this day our daily bread. It's a reminder to each and every one of us that our, you know, our bread is just like our life. It's, it's a gift from God. It only comes from him. Uh, in this, in the United States, it's, it, it sticks out, you know, that we've been taught that we're to depend on no one. Uh, you know, that pull yourself up by your bootstraps. You stand on your own two feet. Women, there was a whole movement for you that, you know, you don't need a man. You can do it on your own. You can, you don't need anybody to tell you what you need to do. And then men, you're told, go out there in the world and make something of yourself. Well, that sounds awesome. Like, I, I didn't make myself, so I don't know how I'm going to make something of myself. And, and so, uh, you know... When we pray this, it gives us a reminder that we have a complete dependence on God. I mean, the, the only way that we're ever going to make something of ourselves is if God gives us the ability, if God puts us where we need to be, or if he helps us to make the decisions to be where we need to be. And so I, I want to talk about a group of people who um, uh, maybe you've heard of the Israelites. If tonight you've been here, you never even heard of the Israelites. The Israelites are a bunch of people who were in captivity to a man named Pharaoh in Egypt. And the Israelites, you know, they, they were starting to grow in numbers, and Pharaoh was getting really antsy, and so he enslaved them because he figured, you know, he didn't want them to get too, too strong, and so he held on to them. But uh, he put them in slavery, and, and then one day, Jesus, or not Jesus, this is before Jesus, God spoke to Moses, and he tells Moses, which Moses didn't even know who the heck he was, he came to him in a bush, and he said, uh, you know, Moses, I need you to lead my people out of captivity. So I don't, just imagine having that conversation. But, he, you know, Moses goes, he uh, gets to the Israelites, and he decides he's going to march them out of captivity. And uh, as they're going through captivity, they're, they're marching through the wilderness and through the desert. They come to the Red Sea. God parts the Red Sea so they can walk through. The whole way, the water's terrible. God makes drinking water for them. Uh, it's providing food. But all along the way, the thing that the Israelites suffered with was that they forgot. They kept forgetting the whole way, and they were just griping and moaning and complaining the whole way. Um, and their problem was they forgot. They forgot who God was. They forgot who God is. They forgot what God can do. I'm going to read this to you. This is out of the book of Exodus, uh, chapter 16, verses 3 through 5. These are the Israelites. The Israelites said to them, If only we had died by the Lord's hand in Egypt. There we sat around pots of meat and ate all the foods we wanted, but you have brought us out into the desert to starve this entire assembly to death. Then the Lord said to Moses, I will rain down bread from heaven for you. The people, are go <coughs> excuse me, the people are to go out each day and gather enough for that day. In this way, I will test them and see whether they will follow my instructions. See, some days I'm just an Israelite. I mean, I, you know, I've had plenty of stuff go wrong in my life where, you know, I'll stand there and like, God, why me? You know, why, why me? Why'd you choose me? Or, you know, why my child? Why'd he, you know, why'd he have that? Or, my mom, why, why this? Or, you know, I look at an individual. Why God him? Why? And I'm just complaining. I'm just moaning. I'm an Israelite. I'm just walking through the desert, and I forgot. I suffered from the same thing the Israelites forgot. They forgot. I didn't stop and say, our Father, our Father, you're holy. And, and, and Lord, I, I, you know, this thing's about your kingdom. You're moving, you're moving somewhere, God, and I'm, I'm, out, I'm out of tune with it. And I really, I need to, I need to line up with you. And, and God, I need something. I need my daily bread. I need it. And, uh, you know, could we just, 
Let's just camp out there for a little bit. Let's figure out what, what we can do here. And I would suggest, you know, in, in, our, in our world here, we don't depend. Uh, we, the need of bread isn't really a big deal. I mean, and so I would, I would suggest that sometimes the hungry, uh, they're a little bit ahead of us in the realization for the dependency on God. Uh, just a couple of years ago, I went to, uh, I brought my youngest son, or excuse me, my oldest son. Uh, he's now seven. He's Cameron. He was in here with us. We prayed over him. But about uh, two, three years ago, we went to a, a deal. It was called Mission to NOLA and, uh, through the Kenner Vineyard. And we had done some different things at group homes and things like that. But on the last night of the, uh, on the last night of this deal, we, uh, we went out to the overpass in uh, downtown we show up, and I mean, of course, you've been to the overpass downtown. You've seen that there's a an, there was an encampment. There's people all over the place, um, and we pull up. We put the tailgates down. We pull out the food that we have. We pull out clothing. We got socks. We got books. We got you name it, and we lay it all out on the tailgates. And we're standing there, and there's a group of people who are standing there looking right back at us. And I swear it felt like a scene out of the movie Braveheart. Like, we were just like, I was waiting on somebody to charge from one way or the other, waiting on William Wallace to show up on the horse the whole night. It never happened. And Cameron's standing next to me, and Cameron looks up at me. This, again, four years old, five years old at the most. He looks at me and says, Dad, we got to bring the food to the people. And, you know, I'm, I'm a good dad, so I pat him on the head, and I'm like, son, calm down. They're coming. You know, and just, and so we hang out there for a few minutes, and uh, again, Dad, oh, we got to bring it to him, man. And, and again, sure, Junior. And then finally, he just had enough, and he, he looks at me and he says, Dad, if we're not going to bring the food to the people, can I just go sit in the truck? And, and right then and there, I just I, I didn't know what to say other than I looked at the people and I said, You heard the kid. I was like, we got to bring it. You know, let's go. So we gather up as much as we could carry. Uh, folks who were with us, they started, you know, uh, talking to the folks who were close to us, uh, you know, just kind of hanging out with them, bringing them food, et cetera. And uh, me, Cameron, and two other folks, we grab our food, and, and Cameron says he wants to walk. So we walk. We walk, I mean, for a long ways. Now, I don't know if you've ever been under an overpass downtown in the middle of New Orleans at like 9 o'clock at night. It's, it's, it's different. It's not Metairie. <laughs> and so... Uh, we're walking, and next thing you know, I look over, and there's a guy just, I mean, running straight at us. Again, overpass, 9 o'clock. I'm looking behind him to see who's coming behind him, you know. But he runs right up to us, and he stops, and he goes, God told me you'd be here. Like, out of breath, God told me you would be here. And, of course, I went, what? Like, okay. And he's like, no. He's like, God, God, he really, he told me that you were going to be here. He's, and he's like, I was starving. He's like. I've been hungry all day. I, I've been turned around. I've been turned away, or I, you know, people have run out, or whatever it is. He says, and listen. He said, I, I don't come down here. He goes, honestly, it scares the hell out of me. He's like, and he told me, he's like, I'm, and he said, I'm mentally ill. He goes, I've had. He goes, I suffer from schizophrenia and some other things. He says, and I just can't lay my head down down here. He says because I just feel like somebody's gonna, you know, they're gonna do me something or whatever it is. He says, so I just don't sleep. He said, so I have a little dark alley that I sleep in. He says, and, you know, I, that's where I get my best rest. I go there. He said, but, you know, God told me you were going to be here. He says, so I just started making my way here. And then in the same breath, he looks down at Cameron, and then he looks back at me with this look, and he goes, why in the hell did you bring him down here? 
And like, again, I'm floored. I'm like, I don't know what to say. I'm like, uh, and then, but in my mind, I'm like, listen, man, if he wasn't here, you wouldn't be getting his food because I wouldn't be here. Like, I'd still be playing Braveheart like three blocks that way, you know? And so, and then right then he just drops to his knees and he grabs Cameron around the shoulders and he just begins to pray the most beautiful prayer I have ever heard. Prayers of thanksgiving, prayers of, I mean, just for his well-being, that he'll do great things in this world, that, you know, for safety. I mean, you just name it. He prayed it. And then he stood up and he looks at me and, I, you know, I, I'm blown away. Don't know what to say. And I, I tell him, I said, thank you. And I said, sir, can I pray for you? And he says, no. He said, I, I, I just take my food. He says, I, I don't need prayer. He said, you guys have answered my prayer. He goes, this is it. He said, I talk to God all day long. He said, I need something I ask him. He goes, I don't always get it right away. He says, but just like he told me that you guys would be here tonight, he said, God's been telling me that this isn't my home. This isn't where I'm going to be forever. He said, and I know that he's good for that. He said, I don't know when it'll be, but it's not tonight. He said, but tonight you guys answered my prayer. <laughs> I was just... Lord, and that whole night I was like, I, I, I don't even know if I listened to anyone else the rest of the evening because I'm trying to process this. And you know, we get back and I'm laughing to myself because I'm like, that guy, why is he here? Like, luckily he was because you were eight, you know. But I mean, it was just, but then the realization set in. This is a man who daily sought after his daily bread. He knew what it truly meant to be dependent on the Father. He had that relationship and he would go to the Father looking for his daily bread. And it just, it was seen so clearly through his eyes. He didn't have a home, and, but yet he, he knew what he needed, and he knew how to get it, how, who to ask for it. And then it amazed me how clearly a child saw, four years old, five years old, that our bread is to share. I mean, we owe it to somebody else also. If, if we have more bread than we can handle, we need to give our bread to someone else, and we got to take action. We just can't sit on the tailgate because, you know, they're, they're not going to come. you got to bring it to them. So, tonight, in conclusion, I just, I get the real feeling that tonight we have folks in our congregation, myself included, that uh, they're really hurting with something. Uh, you know, whatever it is, uh, it's, it's physical pain, um, maybe it's emotional pains, maybe it's addictions, maybe it's hang-ups. Um, I, I don't know, you know, I... Some people just got to get the electric bill paid, honestly. And they don't know where that's coming from. You know, and they're praying every day or, they're, or maybe they're just complaining, you know, right in the boat where I am and complaining that this is ridiculous. Can't. And I, I would just ask that we don't forget, like the, the Israelites forgot, that we just we, we don't forget to, to ask our Father to, to come through and provide for us. I, I think that if we ask him, he will provide, and we just have to remember to get there and to do it. Talked about physical bread tonight, um, but we also got to remember to pray for that emotional bread as well, that spiritual bread, that we'd be filled, that, you know, maybe we just need peace. Maybe, uh, maybe we just, we're on the fence on something, we don't know what it is, but we're waiting for the spirit to move. Um, I don't know. And, I, and so tonight I would just ask, uh, I'm going to ask Brian to come up, um, maybe some folks who could... Uh, who could come up here and pray with us, Christy? Uh, Michael, would you mind coming up here and praying? Carolyn, would you like to come pray with us?
Um, maybe it's you tonight. If, if, you're, if you're suffering with something, pain, you're, you, like I said, you need the electric bill paid, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. You know, I, and you just you, you want to find a place to cry out to the Father and ask him, God, I, I need you. I need you now. Uh, uh, one of us will be up here. We would love to, we'd love to pray with you. So, Brian, I'm going to turn it over to you, and, and we'll be down front if anybody needs, needs prayer for anything. That was good, Wesley. Thank you.